Welcome back to All Day, All Night. With me today is Mr. Brandon Kay, my lovely co-host. Hey, hello, everybody. And our special guest who has opened their home, Miss Gina Tiratilli. <laughs> is that correct? That's pretty darn close. Oh, yes. no. How do you actually <laughs> say it? Tiritili. Tiritili. Brandon. Do <laughs> it. Hello, Gina Divertili. Why did you shake your head like that? <laughs> no, that was part of it. I should stop calling you out on these weird things because it's an audio format and I don't have to call you out so often. With us as well are your three dogs, which the listeners might hear in the ambiance behind us. McKenna, <laughs> the Siberian Husky, who I adore. And then you have Django in the back. Mm-hmm. Django and Maverick. And Maverick. Okay, and great. Texas Healers. Ooh, that's yeah. fun. Is that like Django Unchained? Yes. But <laughs> nice. I call him D-Django. Just D-Django. A different. <laughs> You're just DJ for short. Mm-hmm. It's a promising career, I promise. Like. <laughs> So, Halloween's coming up, and Brandon, we had a very different idea about what we were going to talk about today, didn't we? Yeah, we were going to do ghost stories. Spirits, apparitions, things that go bump in the night. Corporal beings. Corporal beatings? Kerpies. What? STDs. <laughs> AIDS. No, I looked it's not gone yet. It's not gone yet. Oh, no. All right. At the top of the show, we like to mention that we are an adult podcast. We are run by adults, technically. (laughs) We use adult language. We talk about adult topics. We don't like to censor ourselves. So if you are under 18, please go get a parent. Have them listen to the podcast. And you plug your ears and go la, 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 la. And if you are a regular listener or just someone who enjoys the sound of Brandon's voice, (laughs) do it. Say something. Hello, everybody. Oh, my God. I love it. We have to follow it. Brandon, what is our Instagram handle? uh, (laughs) Say your own. Promote yourself. (laughs) Brandon K. All day. Hot. And the, the Instagram is all day, all night podcast. Okay, great. What about our Twitter? All Day All Night Podcast. Oh, my God. Gina, do you want to guess something crazy? Okay, what? Do you want to guess what our Gmail email is? I can only I can only imagine what it is. It's not tapioca pudding with a hair in it at gmail.com. It's all day all night podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Please don't email that person. Her name is Marge, and she's doing her best. What, the tapioca pr- pudding person? Yeah, tapioca pudding with a hairnet right. at gmail.com. The dot com is very important. Today, we're actually going to be talking about things that aren't so random and weird, but the point of learning when it becomes a hindrance. Yes, we're going there. It's finals week for me. I have accelerated courses, and I'm bitter about it Brandon yes you have any comments the one thing I know about learning is I learned it from a, a online guru mm-hmm. 
Mm. And learning equals behavior change. So it means like when you're actually able to say something and do something different, that's when you've actually made, you've learned something. I feel like that's a different type of learning than <laughs> what we're talking about, but that's a very interesting. Well, let's talk about it. That's a very interesting point. Like real quick, quick detour, then we can come back. <laughs> it's our podcast. We do what we want. I I do think that learning is helpful, and I've always been a very big proponent of learning. But I do think at times we can have this habit of distracting ourselves from what we're supposed to be doing by overthinking it and overanalyzing it and getting to this point where we're spending so much time doing the prep work and not doing the work and I've done that so many times it's ridiculous I have to consistently remind myself like hey just start Gina do you have any experience with any of what I'm talking about I do <clears throat> Although I'm not sure if it's so much um, an intentional or even unintentional distraction. Mm. It's more that some of us are so excited about learning new things that we get sucked into those black holes of learning. Right. And it's really hard to go back to what you originally started doing in the first place. Right. Yeah. So... The whole learning process, when it's not your original intent, I've learned how to just give myself an amount of time. I'm going to do this for an hour. Right. And I'm not going to do any more because I get sucked into it and then I'm not doing what I wanted to do in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. I love that you said that because that was going to be my first tip was like if you find yourself getting sucked into these rabbit holes of learning very similar to YouTube rabbit holes which I know Brandon you can probably speak on at some point <laughs> I've, I've seen your laptop mm-hmm. and the things on it and once you get over like the shocking tabs <laughs> so funny. like it's really you good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like once you get over the very disturbing and shocking Facebook tabs, because like, wow, Brandon, mm-hmm. the groups you're a part of. <laughs> Amazing. Like, I didn't know you were so into Teletubbies. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, that's a lot for someone your age. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, right. I was stopping picking on Brandon and getting to my point. But... Setting a time limit is really helpful. And I'm not saying that learning is bad by any degree. What I am saying, though, is that when you love to learn, and I mean really, like you get excited about things and you want to know everything, sometimes you can get so entrenched in this excitement and this electricity of this is what I want to do this is where like my interest is and my focus is that you forget like oh no that's not where you're going that's not the destination true 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 sometimes and I found this to be true in some of those learning excursions that Mm -hmm. the detour becomes the path right 
and and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not good if it's taking you away from your original thing then it's probably not good but if it's Mm. taking you enhancing that original thing then it's a great thing right (laughs) brandon yes you have undertaken a lot of career choices Mm -hmm. can you speak on that career choices because in some way I feel like I relate to this more on my educational path Mm -hmm. where like originally like my whole goal and my goal hasn't really changed it's just how I'm going to explore that goal is to help people is that's what gives me fulfillment that's what makes me happy is when I'm in a place where I am bringing people healing and so I started off wanting to be a psychologist and it just it's been evolving to this point where I'm now criminal justice and I'm starting to have very healthy things such as questioning what am I doing and what's the cost that I'm willing to accept for a career that I thought I wanted I don't think this is the Halloween episode, but I do feel like it's very heavy. It's scary. It is. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I think the scariest thing of all is confronting yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm back in school too. So I'm I'm relating to this on a school level as well. Right. And just staying focused and just like I know that I want to pass the class, but like uh, staying focused has become an issue for me. I think that's very common with a lot of people, especially people in school. Like you have people who have like ADHD and they can get very distracted. And you have people who are just life is ADHD, like myself. Like I get distracted by almost everything. I'm like, ooh, interesting. And I've been really working on confronting those things. Gina. What's the scariest thing about you? (laughs) Because you are like the least scary person I know. And this is still like, I feel confronting things that are not nice about us. Like this whole episode. Like that's how I feel like it is with learning for me. Like I go to excess. And I related to that in our discussion prior. Being inside my head can be really scary. There's Mm. a lot of stuff going on in there. But I want to give you a different perspective about learning. Mm -hmm. When I was young, my brother and I would take the bus to the big library. Mm -hmm. We would spend all day there. Mm -hmm. And it took forever to do the reference room and get the books we wanted to bring home. And one of the reasons I'm so excited about all of the opportunities to learn right now is because all you have to do is push a few buttons and you start learning immediately right there's so much out there and to refer to what Brandon was talking about as far as learning and the quote that you had I can't remember exactly what it was but behavior change change. but it only becomes behavior change when we repeat it over and over so we can learn a lot of things and have a ton of knowledge in our heads, but if we're not repeating it, mm-hmm. that becomes kind of scary because we just have a bunch of stuff floating around and we're not using it. So it's mm-hmm. all about assimilating and 
using what what we get and it's all good right so we don't need to think oh my gosh I'm on a tangent just say oh my gosh I'm on a tangent this is really cool now I'm gonna go back to where I started that's what I have to say about that (laughs) hey Brandon when you can remember where you started (laughs) Brandon yeah I think we accidentally Uh tricked Gina into coming on here because we're both like hey we need help <laughs> like life coaching <laughs> unfortunately don't make that expression Gina Brandon do you feel like your life is going the way that you want it to I'm in a I'm in a bit of a funk these days same so I'm not I'm not thriving but I'm, I'm yeah I am I am even keel which is big for me. It's a start. It's a big thing for me to be yeah. to not be too high, too low. Mm-hmm. So, 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 yeah. That that is a big start for you. And I've seen like the way that you've been growing over the past few months. I think that like all of the work that you've been putting in is starting to show, which is exciting as your friend because I want to see you thrive. And I think having that foundation of stability can be really important. For people, Gina, do you have anything to add on on that? Like elaborate on starting from stability, or do you think that's like an unreasonable expectation? Oh no, it's not unreasonable at all. We what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's one thing that I seeing more and more is that people who feel stability within themselves are the ones who have a foundation and have at least uh, incorporated some things into themselves I but I'm I'm going in a weird place because what I really want to talk about right this minute is epigenetics oh I know about epigenetics tell me what you know I know Uh, a bit about epigenetics and there's a way that I like to explain it to people using the example of alcoholism now when you have genes there's certain ones that get activated by like just your environment and part of that will be like whether or not you do something or you don't and so with like PTSD let's say you're never in an extremely traumatizing situation then you wouldn't develop PTSD because the conditions for that gene to be activated are not activated similarly like I was saying with alcoholism if you never have a drop of alcohol you can't be an alcoholic that's not how that works you can have a genetic predisposition for it, but until a certain condition is met, you cannot have that factor. There are a lot of genes like blonde hair and blue eyes, and I think it's really important to recognize like a lot of psychology. It talks about whether it's nature versus nurture, but it's an actuality, a combination of both. Because if you're in the correct environment, you probably won't develop these sorts of genes and these sorts of expressions of those genes. How'd I do? Is that it? Yeah. Okay, great. That's great. Oh, great. Yes. Great. (laughs) Brandon? I know nothing about epigenetics except for what I just learned. 
I've told you about it before. <laughs> you think, like, this is no judgment zone. <laughs> oh, I just, real yeah. quick. Yeah. I just want a real, like, honest answer. Mm-hmm. Do you tune me out sometimes? <laughs> no. No, I don't tune you out. Okay. Because people have done that. <laughs> and I understand. Because I do talk a lot. And sometimes, like, what I'm saying, people are like, yeah, sure, totally. <laughs> Like, I've done that in conversations where I don't know what's going on. I told the person that I'm dating the game that I do (laughs) because he does – he talks a lot about music theory with his musical friends, right? And so they're talking about, like, yeah, it was the four, six, and eight. And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, yes, it's the four, six, and eight. And so you go through the cycle of, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, sure. And then, like, I guess. And then you repeat something that they say, right? And you're like, totally, it has to be blah, blah, blah. And then you pick up the lingo eventually, but it's so tangential. Anyways, <laughs> back to epigenetics. Gina, what were you going to mention about epigenetics? Um, <clears throat> learning about epigenetics is has been interesting because now I'm seeing a basis for uh, the fact that we can change how we th- how we think and behave, mm-hmm. and it's not just conjecture. It's not just something no. we think about and we say, "Oh yeah, you can change this and just change it." No, you but can. it's an actual science, mm-hmm. and it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And and all it takes is to find out where you want to go, what you want to do, how you want to think about something, and. Uh, immerse yourself in it and once you immerse yourself into that Mm -hmm. it's and you continue to do that it becomes reality in your brain and your brain doesn't know the difference Mm. so it begins to change that part of your dna right that's pretty exciting it is exciting they talk a lot about this with trauma especially ptsd you look at certain parts of the brain like the amygdala which is probably the easiest one to explain that's like your reptilian brain your fight or flight part the one that feels fear right and so people with trauma especially complex ptsd which is a series of traumatic events Mm -hmm. essentially and not just like one specific incident like let's say you were in one plane crash that would be your traumatic ptsd but if you have it over a series of time, and quick sidebar, you can get PTSD from just hearing about someone you love going through something hard. Like just hearing about your loved one go through a car crash can give you PTSD about it because your mind is very powerful. But back to what I was saying, when you meditate, you can take your overactive amygdala and the size they show these on ct scans it can change and you can reverse the damage that was done by trauma and by the situations that maybe you didn't always have control over just by doing the work and that's a lot of things that people don't really understand is neuroplasticity that your brain is flexible and that your brain can change form and it can move, especially with the types of things that you surround yourself in. And so when Brandon's talking about like what you were saying about getting to this place of being even keeled, 
mm-hmm. and stability, yeah. you've actually made changes to your brain's structure. Yeah. If we scanned your brain before and right now, we could possibly see a very distinct difference of when you first started and you weren't doing anything to when you started doing things and then now. Yeah, and I wonder how much like time it takes for it to like I went from a very chaotic environment to a calm environment, right? Which is what helped me, uh, re- helps me remain cool, calm, and collected, because I go home and I don't have to constantly be in fear that something bad's gonna happen. Mm. So I wonder how long it takes for for your brain to kind of catch up. Hmm. Do you know? I don't. I'm sure it depends on the person and the situations. Yeah, I grew up in a very military, uh, Italian, Catholic, yes sir, daddy, no sir, daddy home. Mm. And so I, my oldest brother and I had that type of reaction, the PTSD complex. <clears throat> to all of that. Yeah, and I didn't realize it till much later. And when I really realized it, and this is really bizarre, but... One of my sons said, Mom, you got to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And it was called White Squall. Mm. Oh my gosh. I cried every single day for almost a year after that. It was so traumatizing. What movie? What, what's the movie about? Um, <clears throat> it's about, I'm trying to remember because this was a long time ago. It's about a, a captain and his family who take on these young men, they take them on a boat Uh and to help them learn more about life and survival. Mm -hmm. And at one point, the boat was sinking and one of the young men was trapped. Another one went down to help him and he was just banging on the glass and he couldn't help him. And it was horribly traumatizing for me and I was not a child I was in my probably my late 30s trauma isn't limited to children no it's not but it brought up a lot of things from my childhood right and it took me quite a few years after that Mm -hmm. to resolve all those or at least a lot of the issues that I had dealt with um, growing up right and it all came from that stimulation of of that movie I will say something like I don't know if this is particularly comforting but it's something that I used to sort of like it's a thorny blanket like yes it's comforting but it's not something really easy to realize but Mm. your brain it represses a lot of memories that you can't Mm -hmm. handle and so on a subconscious level your brain was like you can handle it because I think that's true yeah because if you had watched that movie and nothing came up because that's happened before like I've Mm -hmm. seen things and I've watched things I'm like oh that's weird but then time passes I get deeper understanding and I grow and I mature and I look at things and I'm like oh that's not normal that's not how normal families interact Mm. that's not how normal relationships are because um, things we don't really talk about are that these patterns of toxicity which is a pc friendly term that i'll be using to refer to what i'm talking about (laughs) Mm -hmm. because these people they can still be alive and their lives can still be affected but 
it leaks into every part of your life and you need to address it like genuinely people need to address it it's like yeah you know goblins and monsters are terrifying but so are people Mm -hmm. yeah I agree and I think that when we are actually ready to deal with something Mm -hmm. that's when it that's when it happens yeah you know we have to be ready you're right and I mean just like when I was raising my kids I wouldn't tell them information they didn't know until they were ready to ask the questions Mm -hmm. if they were asking the questions that meant they were ready to hear the answer maybe on their level but at least they were ready to hear an answer brandon yeah i want to know if you're ready what am i ready for are you ready for a break yes (laughs) okay we'll be right back (laughs) brandon yes before the break, uh-huh. I asked if you were ready for a break. Okay. Do you feel like you were ready to handle it? <laughs> that was an interesting break. Were you... Brandon, mm-hmm. it was interesting. <laughs> like, I really like how you reenacted Fantasia for us <laughs> with shadow puppets. Like, it was really unexpected. Fantasmic, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. And Gina, what did you feel yes. about that? Like, was it just as enlightening for you as it was for me? It was, it was definitely enlightening. I just, I felt the broom sweeping me up into the cosmos. Right. Wasn't it amazing? Brandon, like sometimes you talk a lot, but sometimes like (laughs) your actions speak more. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I really just want to stress to our podcast listeners that like, you know, when Brandon's not talking as much, He's really just painting a picture with his gestures. Mm -hmm. And that's really like the fault of this medium. Not to get on a rant, but like you can't see the nuances of eyebrow raises and questions that are implicitly implied to me. Like right now you're blinking and you're telling me I'm going to interpret it. (laughs) Keep blinking. Uh Uh-huh. I tried to not be distracting with all my You want a Mountain Dew. (laughs) I don't have a Mountain Dew. But I'm just trying to give the spotlight to Gina today. You're doing a good job. Yeah. You're wonderful. (laughs) I cherish you as a friend. Mm -hmm. My little cherub. My friendly (laughs) jack-o'-lantern. The man with a light inside. Right. I love you. Like, no homo. Like, I know I'm not. But still, like, just... You're you're cool, too. Well, kind of. (laughs) Thanks. Also cool. But, like... Who's cooler than cool? It's Gina. Gina. You're ice cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is a reference I'm making. In a good way. Yeah, (laughs) like who wants to be warm? Uh, That just sounds gross. Right. And intimate. I could see it both ways, but be warm and friendly or to be ice cold. You know. like, Like too emotionless. Or you could look at it like... Ice cold is like, oh, man, you're the shit. Oh, shit. And that's how we mean it, Gina. You're the shit. Brandon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the second way. you In mentioned that, like, I felt like my my mind expanded, and I was looking at you, and I was, like, imagining you as, like, Professor Xavier <laughs> from, like, X-Men. It's just, like, coming up with, like, this wisdom out of nowhere, and you're just like, what happened here? Why is this going on? Like, I'm not adverse to it, but, like, wow. It's 
It's like something you need to keep watching. You want to look away, but you have to keep watching it. Brandon is like a lexicon of never-ending ideas. He's a never-ending story. He is a never-ending story. The dragon in the never-ending story. Right. What's that guy toothless? Like, just real quick, sidebar nation. Was the dragon in the never-ending story? He's not a dragon. He's like a white. He's a luck dragon. Yeah, he's like a white mammal. He's a luck dragon. Big giant dog. Google it. Oh, he's a, a luck dragon? Google it. Yeah, okay, that's okay. True. Right now. Okay. You have the laptop. <laughs> I'm very serious about talk. this. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about trauma. Oh, right. And being in a place where you're ready to learn, ready to grow. And you were mentioning something before I went on my tangent. Do you mind, like, recapping that really quickly? You want me to mention something? I think we were talking about how our brains adapt to things that we give them. Our brains are powerful. Right. Right. Well, it was more like you were talking about Brandon as Professor X. He has a bottom row of teeth. That's not what I wanted to know. Look up if he's a luck dragon. He's a luck dragon. Can you, in the microphone, yes. I want recorded you were, you evidence. You were right. You were right. He doesn't look like a dragon, but you were right. Officially, he is a luck dragon. It's so good, Gina. <laughs> it's so good to be right. Are you vindicated? Do you feel vindicated in this moment? So vindicated. Awesome. That's because, wonderful. like, he does look like a dragon, and I know a lot about dragons. He's styled after, like, a Chinese dragon. Mm. You wonderful human being who I cherish and I don't need to go 10 level 10 at I should not I'm calming down and being a healthy stable adult we're watching it in 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 action Uh even keel how to calm yourself down drink coffee (laughs) and then just turn the crying inward Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so brains are flexible. And we were also mentioning that the environment that you're in, it can really contribute to stability. And I have a few questions for you, Gina, because you are a life coach. And apparently, um, we're asshole friends who take advantage of that and don't pay you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so not true. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm happy to. What, what do we pay you in it? Just <laughs> friendship. That's friendship. not monetized. That won't yeah. pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> I like all the food. That's um. fair. <laughs> and the shadow puppets. Shadow puppets, of course. Shadow puppets. That yeah. goes without saying. Brandon, how you made that hippo <laughs> come to life? It was like I was watching the movie, and you hit a projector in your hands. Just anyway. And a show. What? Lunch and a show. Mm-hmm. Lunch and a show. Yeah. That's what we're aiming for. <laughs> if we were a duo, could that be our name? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be the show. Yeah. <laughs> Can you be lunch? I'll be lunch. You're like, hey, it's lunch and a show. <laughs> so many people will show up and they're just like, great, it's lunch and a show. <laughs> And then yeah. it's just us standing just there like, like Hi, my name is Brandon K and this is Louisiana's K and we're from the All Day All Day podcast. You might know it says Lunch in a Show. That's great. That's great. Uh, that's awesome. 
I don't go on tangents. Yeah. No. Why would I? No. Anyways, back to creating a stable environment. (laughs) Let's say you're in a situation where the world around you and your environment, which isn't always necessarily in our control because we can't control other people, or so I have been told multiple times and have had to remind myself, you can't control. You can control yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Wouldn't you, like, want to create that stable environment within yourself? How would you go about doing that? It seems like a two-parter, so. It does seem like a Mm two-parter. I'll just start somewhere. Creating a stable environment inside yourself, Mm -hmm. you want to have peace. You want Mm -hmm. that to be your sanctuary. Yeah. And, and, and... Creating that sanctuary for yourself, you need to find what what's most important to you. That's the first question I usually ask women yeah. who I work with. Mm-hmm. What is the most important thing in the world to you? What's the thing that if it wasn't here tomorrow would cause you grief or would cause you more work to get to that place? I mean, you want to be in your happy place. When, and so once you discover what that is and you what figure out. What is that, out, Brandon? What's what that, is for, that you? for you? Oh, well, I, I was thinking about it in the way where when you are surrounded by chaos to still remain calm and intact. And it's hard. Like it's 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 yeah. like you you get all you turn on your meditation music and you get all cozy mm. and then you walk outside and someone's yelling at you like that that's going to interfere with your peace of mind. So, um but what would you do in that situation? Well, sidebar, because sidebar <laughs> nation, mm-hmm. I sort of feel like life can be a hurricane, but you need to be the eye of the storm. And in the eye of the storm, you can see the chaos around you, but it's not really affecting you because the eye of a tor- of a hurricane is actually like there's no winds and everything. It's calm. Right. It's it's there and I try to remember when I'm in situations that are chaotic and the waves are choppy and fraught with fear and despair and grief and just negative feelings that I'm an island you know like I'm still connected to the water around me and other people's pain and so I can still interact with other people but I don't carry it with me and that's a a skill that we all work on and need to learn because the idea that you have to retract completely from other people is unrealistic. We can't harm it. And I think that's a major downfall of our society is that I can't go live in the woods and like just be like that old major downfall. woman with like herbs <laughs> hanging and then just be like, do you need something for love? Do 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 with the mortar That's and not pestle. Scary at all. Mortar and pestle. I'm just In like, your cauldron. I'm just like here. Make sure to ask for consent. Don't be a rapist. Just like, oh my gosh. because, like I have opinions. Like okay, so if you're making a love spell, like you should totally be asking the other person because if not, then you're just trying to force your will on someone else, and that's very rapey. So. Yeah, that'd be totally don't, true. Yeah. Don't force your will on other people. Consensual love potion. Consensual <laughs> love. And 
you know, there's a comic I saw, which was very interesting. And it was like, you're going to this witch to get a love potion. And they're like, who's it for? And then she's like, I want to love myself. And then she downs the whole thing. And I was like, damn, you didn't have to come for me this early in the morning. But like, <laughs> wow. And I really do think that finding that stability can be about loving yourself, making your love potion, finding your peace, and a lot of the other things you were saying. And Gina, tell us more about what you were saying before we interrupted with <laughs> hermit. We went into the hermit's land. Hey. Yes. I like a hermit. <laughs> I can't be one. I love me a good hermit. No. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I am. Okay. I get it. I I've, get I've been the hermit. <laughs> yes. My whole life. Mm. It's called clinical depression. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying not to be that person but like yeah I've, I've been that person and I'm working really hard to not be that person anymore and I've been moderately successful and you know what that's more than it was before and so progress is still progress progress is progress that's right mm -hmm. very good thank you yeah I'm I, proud of you don't cry. <laughs> no, if only my dad would love me. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I know. I know you won't. It's fine. He just says it because it's different to show it. Moving forward. Yeah. Gina. Forward is good. I like it. Avanti. Okay. Avanti. Well, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, so here's the thing about life coaching is like anything else when you are in a, a state of emergency it's mm -hmm. hard to get to that place mm -hmm. that peaceful foundation mm -hmm. but if you're constantly practicing something let's say you're practicing the piano you mm -hmm. need to practice every day so that you are so comfortable with the piece that you're playing that it's part of you Right. And then when there is an emergency, you can actually hold on to your foundation. Mm -hmm. It's the same type of thing. If, you, if someone comes to me in an emergency, I don't deal with them the same way because they don't have that foundation. Right. Well, once you have the foundation, you can usually weather all the storms, like you said, in the mm -hmm. eye of the storm where it's calm. And that's you inside of you loving yourself being your best friend, not looking to anything or anyone else for that. Sorry, Brandon. I have what? to be my own best friend. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes it's just like that. Brandon, <laughs> what I noticed, you're not the best. You're second best. <laughs> That's okay. Do you have a comment? I have comments, yeah. What I, notice, what I notice is that when I went from a chaotic environment to a stable environment where I just, I have, now I have one roommate and, we, and he's uh, not toxic. So, which is important. <laughs> so, um, when I go and <clears throat> when I when I but when when I got there, I brought all that chaos with me. I was expecting him to lash out at me, or I was you know like you can bring the hurricane with you. Yeah. Even like if you're used to if you're used to chaos, you're going to expect chaos wherever you go, I even totally after you're away from it. I totally feel that. True. Like, I was in a very unhealthy relationship for years that I recently just got out of. And I started, like, this new, I don't really want to call it a relationship. I'll call it a situationship. Mm. 
where it's just been like shockingly healthy and that feels weird to me and I wish it didn't and whenever I talk to him about like hey why why are you doing this why aren't you like feeling like that and he's like it's because it's what normal people do like they just like they don't leave you when you're upset and they they stay there and they support you because you're more important than work right now and I'm just like what what are you what are you talking about and so it's just been a lot of what what are you talking about for me because I harbored it I wasn't separate like I wasn't separate from that toxicity. I haven't unlearned the reactions of like if someone raises their hand at me, like I haven't unlearned not to flinch because I will always flinch. And part of the reason why I'm grappling with my major and career choice right now is I'd essentially be agreeing to put myself in situations where I know better. Like, I know what it does to the brain, and I know what it costs. Mm -hmm. And if that's the cost that I'm going to pay, I have to be willing to pay it. Because I don't have the luxury of being like, oh, it's just really cool. No, 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 no. Being constantly hypervigilant and subjecting yourself to trauma to help other people just because of trying to get, like, that government stability in that sense and trying to help other people and all these other things, like, I've come to realize that I don't need to use my career as a way to help people because that's just who I am. And so no matter what job I choose, that's not going to define me as much as who I am as a person. Yeah. Because I could be a podcaster and help people. Mm-hmm. I could be someone who is a full-time student and help people. The only real factor for me in order to reach that life goal of helping people is to be around people and talk to them. And sometimes you can talk to people without saying anything. Yeah. I think that's a really great point. Thank you. Yeah. Why? Why is that a great point for you? Why is that a great point? For you, personally. Like, what... Because, you know, I mean, what I do is I help people outside of my career. I I help... uh, It's crucial for me to help other people to stay sane myself, so... That was the dog. (laughs) (laughs) So, and no financial gain is a better way to help people because you're there's nothing in it for you you're just doing it out of the kindness of your heart right I feel like in some regard just like there's a sort of egoistic motivation to make the pain of things that have happened to me make sense in the grander scheme of things and I'm really worried that because like I like true crime or like because of the fact that I went through what I've been through that that's become part of my identity is the fact that I went through it and I haven't really like I'm just starting to get to this point where I realize like hey 
I don't need to make that make sense because sometimes people really are the monsters and they are the ones who are the problem and you're not always in control of things and like I don't have to be defined by my trauma and when you let go of your trauma then you find out you're a different person and you would you you would uh you'd be like I don't enjoy this maybe you know yeah I think on some level because it's just such a consistent thing for me and this is where like the person I'm with like the situationship he's like that's really sad and I'm like is it because it's just been my life like it's not a sad thing for me it's just this is where I'm at oh well you know like I don't feel like the depth of everything because if I I do I would break down but I feel like I clutch onto this identity because that's what I've known. It's the only consistent thing in my life has really just been the presence of the pain. And I cling to it so hard I could break my fingers. And it's just so bizarre to me in this situationship, this pre-relationship where I'm learning how to be healthy and I'm feeling like my fingers finally just let go and I'm just like what's going on here why is this happening (laughs) Gina is that a good thing you think what the which part (laughs) when you when you when you when you let go oh yeah definitely and what I heard you say earlier is that it was uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be uncomfortable until it becomes comfortable. And then you're going to look at it and go, whoa, this is really weird. There was a time this was so uncomfortable and I couldn't deal with this. Right. But now I have the new thing. And, mm-hmm. and in doing that, you're, you're activating your, you have neurotransmitters in your heart. Mm-hmm. And those neurotransmitters communicate with your brain neurotransmitters and they start creating new connections. Right. And that's like so amazing to me, so yeah. fascinating about our hum- human bodies, how these things, we can change our re- own reality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's an amazing thing that you're moving from this place of pain, just yeah, pain and reacting only to trauma, that now you have something new. I mean, one of the things about <clears throat> routine in our lives is it's it's a good thing to have a routine, but mm-hmm. if you do the same exact thing every single day and nothing new happens, you're not expanding your brain. You're actually, you know, the, the telomeres are getting more solid and they're not, you know, uh, mm-hmm. connecting to anything else. Your, your synapses or whatever, everything's not connecting to something new. Right. So you're not creating something new in your life. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to You're, put something else in there, which is what's happening in your life yeah, right now. Yeah, essentially, like with the brain, like I'm going to translate that real quick for everybody. <laughs> so when you have like a routine and you're doing a repeated action, like imagine your brain's Play-Doh and you're running your finger along the same path, right? Every day you wake up in the morning, you go do your thing, and then you come home. And so you do all of these things, and eventually those grooves are going to be really deep. Mm -hmm. And when you start making new paths, new connections to other points, that's where the growth happens. And those grooves become a little less deep. 
That is so true. And it's usually when we're uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't think it's bad that I'm uncomfortable because like there's a psychological study that talks about like a learned fear response, right? Um, it's essentially like if you've been placed in situations where you're afraid all the time, like you learn to just start afraid. And so now that I'm in this situationship where like I'm just with somebody and I've done the work. I'm not saying like it's this person who's made the changes in me because I've been working hard on getting to the point where I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to work on this and yeah. be healthy because I've like made changes to my diet. I've done more exercise. I've cut out a lot of toxic people. And I've done so much just prepping and readying myself for something to change and he's come in and he's been very healthy with me and he's been very patient and kind and considerate in ways that I'm really just confused by but I want to be confused because what I've known hasn't been that Like, there's been moments, but it's never been consistent like that. Like, usually something else happens. The shoe drops, but it hasn't dropped. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's definitely something that you're conscious about, which is really awesome. Yeah. Because people live so unconsciously so much of the time. But being conscious about this and knowing it and seeing yourself do it, Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like you need to celebrate all the time? <laughs> That's another discussion. <laughs> I'm still going through finals, Gina. I'll oh, let okay. you know when it's done. <laughs> okay. I just, I feel really grateful for this person. I feel really grateful to be uncomfortable with this. And I'm grateful to just be around somebody who's been just really kind just genuinely kind. And I'm very grateful for my roommate. T dope. Yeah. Yo. If you had to say something to T right now. T <laughs> You you've been with me for lots of highs and lows. Yeah. And I appreciate you. You are very much appreciated coming from a friend of Brandon's <laughs> who spends a lot of time with him. Pre tea and after tea, <laughs> like moving in yeah. tea, not yeah. just like you've known tea for as long, tea, yeah. longer than you've known me, yeah. but just your mental and emotional capacity has improved so much, and I can see the changes in you. And something you said the other week, it kind of made me cry uh, a little bit, but like in a good way. <laughs> What's that? You were telling me, like, yeah, uh, this is, like, the first time I've seen you happy. Right. And you've known me well over a year. Yeah. Like, almost two years now. I said it's nice to see you happy, like, for once. Yeah. 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 And so, like, that really got me because I pinpointed exactly when that happened. And I was like, oh, I know why. (laughs) I know who did this. I'm holding you responsible. Like, just... (laughs) And so I'm really, I'm grateful for this person. And I'm grateful to have friends like you who have also known me 
through those times where it's been hard and I haven't really been talking about the pain and I haven't really been acknowledging the hurt of my last partner and the hurt that he continued to do and until he pays me back the $300 he owes me continues Mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gina? Yes. There's a lot to be said for feeling safe with other people. Yes. A lot to be said because then you can be who you who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean that's the sanctuary that we talk about, mm-hmm. you know, the the one within yourself that you create for yourself because you're the only one who's going to be with you 24/7. Right. So you need that, but also significant people in our lives if they're not safe, we can't be who we are because, like you said, you're always going to be on edge or Ready living in fear. Yeah, and, I mean, I react when someone's talking too loudly at me. I just shut down. I'm learning mm-hmm. not to still <laughs> because, thankfully, it doesn't happen very often, but it used to happen all the time. Yeah. And living in fear is not a good thing. What I know is there are basically only two places we make decisions from one is Mm -hmm. from fear and one is from love Mm -hmm. when when we make choices from love it's it's always good even if it's a little more difficult even it's even if it's the hard choice right but when we make choices from fear it never ends well Mm -hmm. there's there's there are always too many uh, consequences that are painful for everyone involved Right. What, I'm sorry, what did you say? I said it doesn't start well. No, no, it definitely. To, it has to start from a place that's good. Brandon? Yes. I have a random question. Random questions are good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> We're talking about inner sanctuary. Yeah. What does your inner sanctuary look like? My inner sanctuary? Oh my gosh. If you wanted to ask me, <laughs> like, I already have one. Yeah, let's do you first. And then we'll go around. Yeah, we'll And then go we'll around. ask the listeners what theirs looks like what's your inner sanctuary what's your inner sanctuary (laughs) what's your inner sanctuary okay so have you heard of the swiss family robinson of course (laughs) don't don't of course me (laughs) so they have like i had this storybook and they had like a picture of like this giant tree and in the tree they hollowed it out and they added like lanterns and all this thing it's like a huge huge massive fairy tale style tree where it looks like elves live there and that's what (laughs) mine looks like it's a giant tree with a door that like you can look outside and there's like little things and it's just like a whole huge house but it's in a tree and it's encapsulated in this thing that I like to call growth Bam. Bam. <laughs> That's what happens when you just get that inspiration ship. Miranda. Mine's kind of the opposite. It's just That's fine. like a cold lake. Ooh. And are you like under a, the lake? A mount, are you a over the lake? lake? What's that? Are My you daddy under the owns lake? The lake. <laughs> Your daddy owns the lake? Gina. Just, you know, wow, you own the, the movie the, Holes. No. Yeah. Like, I've seen the movie, but I did not get that reference. No. <laughs> I was just like, wow, Gina, coming in with A, we're rubbing off. Brandon. So that's, it's pretty straightforward. Where where on the lake are you? I'm, I'm, a, I'm usually 
I do an exercise where I where I put all my worries in a basket, and like I, Moses. I I put them into the lake <laughs> and light them on fire. Oh, don't not like <laughs> Moses. <laughs> don't like the baby on fire. <laughs> be very disturbing and then i just am left with myself and my worries are off on the lake burning cleansing yeah gina how about you wow i like that that's such a great visual yeah i think i'm still kind of basking in it like Mm -hmm. ah yes like the baby (laughs) moses No. No. <laughs> Nobody wants the No. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the baby uh, Moses just floating uh, down a river in a basket Oh wow. The sound of a baby cuz they can't really talk that much. It's just like yeah, star, da, 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 da. It sounds like more like a cat, but that's okay. Come right. like <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. My sanctuary is you know, it's interesting. I like to go different places. My favorite place is at the beach, mm. specifically Huntington Beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's my, that place? Yeah, that place. It's great. It's great wow. Place. Yeah. Okay. Bold choices. The, the waves, the, wa- the power of the water crashing and, and just how if you're in it, it can pull you all different directions. But in the sa- at the same time, it's very peaceful mm-hmm. and very nurturing and healing mm-hmm. so i i go there physically but when i can't go there um find my sanctuary is just knowing that <laughs> i know this is gonna sound really crazy but being that one tiny piece of sand on the seashore of life <laughs> you know but yeah. having knowing that there's a power greater than me mm-hmm that can that can give me all the peace that I need mm. and just just knowing that just having that there and um being uh, I don't know almost overwhelmed by it right but also uh, feeling the all-encompassing power of love mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's what sanctuary means to me that's, that's beautiful that's beautiful, beautiful. That's, that's that was like a real thinker like you're like whoa like i'm just like a little tiny little sand piece of sand i'm just a tiny piece of sand you're you know? a piece of mm. sand gina's a piece of sand and i and then i was thinking about like the water rolls over you but like oh you man. don't die you're just sand you, you, yeah. you're, you're, you're just, you, you can live with or you without never the water could breathe so you can't <laughs> stop <again. laughs> That's a little morbid, Olivia. Reel it back. Yeah, like right. Just <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Trying it on the high note. I guess I'll talk about another sanctuary minute uh, for myself. I usually also like to imagine like an English rose garden mm. with like all the roses. There's a museum. I think it's in LA. I'm not certain, but there's like all these different types of roses and it's literally a rose garden and there's benches that you can nice. sit down on. And if I feel really just like scared or something, I sort of like to just go in and imagine myself walking down a staircase in a beautiful gown because I'm not poor in this. And you're a bon vivant. A bon vivant. <laughs> Person who lives luxuriously, who eats great food and has great conversation, I believe. I believe so. So 
I really like to imagine just relaxing, being around roses. My middle name is Rose, and so it just feels very meaningful to me to be around things that are essentially like a forest of protection around me. Because the thing about the tree sanctuary is that it's not just a tree. There's other trees, and you're in there, and you're you have your little lights. You have your little hermitville. Hermitville. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. So your dream come true? No. No. I have different mm-hmm. dreams. Okay. I have dreams of like your dream from before. Well. <laughs> To get technical, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not it at all. Okay. Yeah. I would not be living in a tree. Mm-hmm. I would be living in a little cottage. I would be the old woman mm-hmm. that people come to for advice. Yeah. And it'd just be like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And then you listen and like you have like the creaky, like essentially like a young version mm-hmm. of the crone. The crone? <laughs> I don't know the crone. The crone, the it's old. like like the old witch but not evil. Okay. Because I'm still going to be a good person. But I want to, like, talk to the animals. Yeah. I want to, like, dry herbs. I want to be growing things. I want to make my own living. And I want to, like, be away from people, but still be able to connect with other people because they would come to me. Okay. And I wouldn't have to be putting the effort into coming to other people. Huh. Jesus, that's yeah. so, so sad. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thanks for coming to your own podcast. Yep. Always a pleasure. Oh, and Gina. Gina. <laughs> oh, I'm still here. You're still here. I wasn't sure. Thank okay. you so much for welcoming us into your home and to being on our show. How how'd you enjoy it? I did enjoy it a lot. Yeah. And thank All you for right. coming to my home. My pleasure to have you here. Thank you for the coffee as well. Of course. You probably heard me sipping, and I shouldn't be sipping on air, but it's my (laughs) podcast, not yours. Email me about it. Do do you want to tell our audience where they can find you if they want to? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Gina T. Coach. That's the easiest place. There you go. That's great. Do you have any events coming up or any special things you want to mention? I have some events, but I don't have dates yet. I'm going to be doing workshops for women. Okay, Brandon, uh, who you can't are, come. Well, uh, it's debatable. <gasps> what? Wow! <laughs> I know. Getting in touch with your inner feminine. <laughs> you saw those pictures. Feminine. Yeah, right. Inner divine feminine. But preparing for the holidays. Because a lot of people start getting stressed out about holidays because they have to be with people that are, that stress them out, who stress them out. And the events and planning and all the other, I don't know what people get stressed out about. But yeah, that's, <laughs> I'll be doing some workshops in the next few months um, to help women not stress and find their happy place and stay there, maintain it throughout that's beautiful. I love that you do that. It's, it's just such a fitting job for you because I really <laughs> do see you as like the healer archetype embodied. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Mm. Thank you for being in our lives. Thank you for being on the show. And if you guys would like to follow us, the podcast, because you were like, yeah, I've heard their intros before. <laughs> yeah, they're never the same, but I want to get to the good content. Brandon, mm. 
where can they find us? All day, all night podcast. <laughs> on Instagram? On Instagram, Twitter, and all day, all night podcast at gmail.com. For your answers about what's your inner sanctuary, you can send it there. Also, please make sure to rate us five stars, write a review, subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Just subscribe and share us with your friends. We're trying to get this podcast off the ground a bit more. It's hovering. We'd like <laughs> to push it further, and we need your help. Okay. Thank you, and have a great day. And a great night. And now for some bonus content that if we were professional people, we would have edited out. Featuring Gina's Husky, McKenna. If you're ready, you don't have to get ready. Hmm. Derek Watkins. Yeah. That's my old professor. Gina's talking to McKenna right now. <laughs> yeah. Now McKenna's Whoa. talking to us. McKenna, hello. What do you want? What do you want, McKenna? <laughs> oh. Oh, I love dogs. I love dogs so much. Who's the good girl? I'm a good girl. (laughs) Brandon, are you a good girl? I'm a good girl. Ooh. You're a good girl. McKenna, are you a good girl? She was, I think that's a yes. Yeah, I think so. She's cool. This is like, we... We shouldn't edit this out. Like I know professional people would edit that out, but I love your dogs. Yeah, it's amazing. She's a talker. Oh my gosh, we should just interview a husky. <laughs> like Gina, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, careful, McKenna! If you keep this up, you're gonna be on the title card. <laughs> <laughs> Gina. Yes. So we were talking about. (laughs) McKenna. She's like, what? She's like, yes. Does she just want attention? Maybe. Do we have to? Okay. You guys have a little conversation. Well, we're going to end up recording this part, probably. This will be like bonus content. Bonus content. Bonus content. Are you content with the content, Brandon? I love. I love that. Love that pun. Is it? It was just a breakdown of. You know, if we look at the word content, mm-hmm. it means there's two words. There's con, and then there's tent. And a tent is something you hold things in. And con. <laughs> <laughs> It's the opposite of that. So content is the, what, releasing of things? Care to elaborate on that? (laughs) Con is like ex-con, right? Convict. Convict, whereas vict is like victorious. And Mm -hmm. so it's the opposite of victory is a convict. Brandon, if we're talking about bonus, we have to start with bow. Bone. Bow. Oh, okay. Like bonus. 
So Bo, when I see Bo, I hear like an old timey person going like, "Hey, are you my Bo?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like a gift. You know, you wrap it up, you wrap a bow, and then nuss. Um, there's an N in there, yeah. so that could be. We could break that down further. So yeah, it like could a be tobacco, like a bow, <laughs> and and then us. Yeah, bonus. Boat and us. Bonus? Yeah. We're not. No. no. Brandon. There's your adult content. We need to go to a sexual harassment seminar because, bruh, you're towing the line. Mm -hmm. I am not that much of a team with you, Brandon. I have my own interests. Bonus content. So. Are you content to bonus? <laughs> so inappropriate and unwelcome as well. Brandon. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! All right. Brandon. You're still here? Well, thank you. I, I, I wish you would have like just turned that off because it wasn't even that funny. It was just weird or random bonus content that we wanted to include because it has a husky in it and we got a howl with a husky and also Brandon was vaguely creepy in like an acceptable-ish it was an acceptable way yeah 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 uh thanks for listening please make sure to subscribe and tell a friend Okay, go do something productive. Bye!